Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is uh, Rahul Desai here. I'm a film critic for Film Companion. I have with me my friend and the Mint uh, film critic, Uday Bhatia. We are back again after a couple of weeks this time, as promised uh, for the post-Diwali or actually the Diwali releases. Um, we are obviously going to be talking about Ram Setu, the new Akshay Kumar film. Um, we won't be talking about Thank God, the Ajay Devgan, Siddharth Malhotra film because Uday hasn't seen it. I have seen it. I can safely say it's not really worth talking about. It'll probably be me talking to myself for three minutes. So uh, there's not much to talk about there. Uh, we will be discussing Ram Setu. We'll also be discussing the Ayushman Kurana film that released a couple of weeks ago called Dr. G, which uh, then we missed out on uh, sort of talking about for the podcast. So a uh, strange collection of films to talk about today. Uh, no, not not really <laughs> much, uh, uh, um, you know, sort of any kind of symphony between them. But uh, we're going to be talking about Dr. G first, um, saving the worst for the last. Uh, Dr. G is, as we know, uh, it was it stars Ayushman Kurana, uh, directed by Anubhuti Kashyap, who's making a feature film directorial debut, but she has also directed a web series called Afsos, which released a couple of years ago. I'd recommend you watching that, one of the very quirky black comedies in the ra- last couple of years. Um, this was this is a Jungli Pictures production. Uh, it stars Ayushman as uh, <laughs> actually you know what I think you should be talking about this because it uh, given what you just told me before the podcast and now I'm feeling weird just describing or even talking about the synopsis. Ah, uh, fine, okay. Uh, his name is Uday. Uh, uh, he's a medical student he's basically uh, applying to colleges now and uh, he's not a particularly uh, good student uh, uh, from what we can make out he's definitely not good enough to uh, get into orthopedics which is his preferred uh, stream and uh, there is a, a, a vacancy uh, in uh, the uh, in in uh, Bhopal Medical College, but uh, it is uh, in gynecology, which uh, uh, Uday does not um, uh, think uh, is is a, a male doctor's work. He he thinks it's something for female doctors to do. But at the same time, he is advised uh, to book a seat as people sometimes do uh, and then prepare for an exam uh, for the and try and get into orthopedics the next year. So he does that and of course he is the only male student uh, in the batch and um, actually he seems to be the only male student around. There is like a urban legend about one male student who came in and flunked out really quickly and um, yeah and so we see him go through very Ayushman Khurana kind of things which are that he starts off uh, kind of an asshole and uh, very arrogant and uh, through the course of the film uh, it uh, sort of um, he he learns that uh, a, a way to be a better human being. Uh, that said, uh, it it does kind of uh, deviate a little bit from this in the second half, with which both of us have kind of mentioned in our reviews. Uh, 
uh, I think Rahul may have liked this film a little bit more than I did, but uh, I did like the way that it kind of took the focus off the uh, the um, uh, Ayushman Khurana character uh, in the latter half, and it kind of the film kind of came alive for me then. Uh, uh, Rahul, what did you uh, like getting in? Were you uh, particularly um, uh, keen for this? Because I remember when the trailer came out, everyone really hated it and they hated it so strongly, so quickly that I actually never ended up seeing the trailer because I was just too worried that, you know, I, I, I'd just give up on the film before I started watching it. Yeah, so I, I mean, like even I didn't watch the trailer uh, because, you know, we don't know how to make trailers, quite honestly. We give away pretty much everything. The only time I watch trailers is when I have to figure out during a review how much is a spoiler, basically, to give away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's whatever, whatever no, show. That's absolutely, that's that's exactly my uh, my standard also, which is that anything that's in the trailer is fair game. And fair then beyond game. that, you know, you have to take a call. I mean, sometimes even the trailer shocks me. I was like, okay, wait, I wasn't going to mention that in my review. <laughs> but wait, the trailer is talking about it. Sure, okay, fine, I'll, I'll write about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, like, you know, as... Uh, uh, as you talked about, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't really like uh, sort of really kicked about the film because uh, the only thing that really stood out, at least before I started watching, is that it was a Jungle Pictures film and Jungle Pictures made Badai Do earlier this year. So I went into that film expecting, you know, the usual sort of social message drama. And we were pleasantly surprised, you know, the way the majority with which they handled such a sort of cliched coming of a journey and you know the way they dealt with a lot of sensitive topics there so i was like okay maybe there is some hope and also i'd watched anubhuti's uh, previous that web series of source and she did some interesting things there you know as a director as with with the protagonist there her understanding of black comedy in general and also i thought maybe just maybe it could be a little different but you know the ayushman Kurana in general as you said you know it's very difficult to sort of shed that baggage uh, for Kurana himself uh, every time he comes, every time he stars in a film uh, that has him go from sort of a jerk to an enlightened man uh, is more or less turns out to be the same. So, you know, as, as you described, his character is very much a Uday character. Uh, as as uh, And, you know, he, he starts off like, uh, that's the thing. So I even like you, obviously, the second half sort of clicked for me because I maybe I found things in the second half that um, I was probably expecting as far as appending this Ayushman Kurana formula uh, uh, is concerned. So I, I like the fact that the first half sort of played out like that very typical, cliched, stereotypical Ayushman Kurana journey, which we watched over the years and since, ever since sort of Vicky uh, um, Donor. Uh, I like that the entire first half played out like that and it actually had an ending. Like that is where most of the Ayushpan Kurana films end, where he delivers a baby against, yeah. you know, against all odds and, in, you know, in this miraculous birth in a hall that, that is supposed to transform his character and make him a better human being already. And by then he's already sort of, uh, sort of dreaming of this, uh, of a future with the, with a, a colleague, uh, Rakul Pet Singh's uh, Fatima, the gynecologist, is senior basically, and of course Shef Ali Shah plays, you know, uh, the head of the department. So uh, by, by by the time he delivers the baby, I was a little surprised. I was like, shouldn't this come later in the film? That's what normally happens because till then we just see him prodding along, 
slowly shedding his sexism and being so obvious about how chauvinistic he is mentioning kabir singh in the beginning sort of you know really throwing it out there saying that you know i'm not problematic but he's actually a problematic guy he threatens his ex girlfriend on the phone so we get all that we've seen ayushman do that over the years going from sort of toxic to self aware but uh, i like that the second half started from scratch almost from scratch in a sense because uh, uh, the first the first half ends where most of his films end and the second half then tells us about the consequences of what most films don't deal with when they when they use an ayushman khurana character they of course they show him improving and they show him sort of coming of age but they don't show the effect that his coming of age or his sort of journey the sort of collateral damage it causes on the characters around him or the or the world around him like his mother here or like the 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 guy he idolizes in this film is a orthopedic uh, doctor and he wants to, his cousin basically and he wants to be like him uh, and i i like the that the film goes in a sort of edgier territory a darker territory to tell us that all is not well when you think a story ends you know there's more to it than that there's more to transformation there's more to an epiphany than simply a man changing and becoming a better person overnight that doesn't really happen it's supposed to be far more complex than that and i like the choices they make as far as this screenplay is concerned in the second half we we should talk about the choices it's been two weeks now so yeah, you know yeah. most of them have watched the film so you can maybe continue from here yeah no just but, but before that also i just like that you know it's his big moment he's delivered this baby and like uh, in the hallway and it was very tense and everyone's cheering him on and then chef ali shah comes it as he basically craps all over his big moment says that should we thank you for doing your job and it just it cuts it cuts him down so badly in that point and i i I thought that was quite a fun thing to do with the whole Khurana trajectory. Uh, also, just like such a brutal like dismissal of of his uh, growth or whatever, and it is growth. Like by that time, he has become a slightly different person from when he started, and he's started taking his job more seriously. But even then, it's just like you know, this is. i mean this is your becoming like a barely human is not quite the uh, you know the point of this film which yeah. i thought was quite fun but yeah so anyways we'll get into spoiler territory out here what what happens is that the 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 cousin that uh, 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 raulit mentioned earlier he gets um, he gets a, a college girl a school no school girl yeah school school uh, yeah school girl pregnant uh, uh we we see them having an affair uh, through the film and then somewhere in the second half uh she gets pregnant and um uh i i don't think either of them wants to keep the baby but even if i mean i i don't even know if she really expresses a choice because uh, the uh, the uh, uday's mentor uh basically uh says that uh, you know we have to get it dealt with and he dumps it on uh on uday to to get done and mm-hmm. therefore they're saddled with this and he is very much in awe of his cousin he he you know he he is considers him a mentor and he he he, he basically can, cannot you know he, he he'll do whatever he tells him and uh, the fact that he's uh, then 
uh, uh, given you know the Kavya is her name, that uh, Kavya's um, uh, pregnancy is uh, you know it's 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 reaching uh, the time when she uh, uh, you know it's already progressed quite a lot. And uh, the problem is that uh, then uh, it, it, there are complications and then uh, Uday has to make some uh, tough decisions at that point. Yeah, so that that's basically the conflict that the film chooses to sort of put Uday through the ringer in the second half. Of course, Shefalicha's character, as you know, as this Uday mentions, uh, is that uh, is that uh, I just should use Uday one and Uday two, but just uh, that will be more confusing. Um, yeah, I know. Anyways, as you mentioned, uh, obviously, uh, um, you know the Shefalicha character, you know, often cuts him down to size, basically telling us as well as the film itself that you know uh, sort of Ayushman Kurana character improving is not the be all and end all. There is more to life than that. There is a world around. And that world around is what we see in the second half. Represented through Kavya, her pregnancy, uh, complications with, you know, the abortion or the attempt of an abortion. Uh, Indranil Sengupta, again, for the 85th time, plays this problematic idol character. Uh, basically, the doctor, the <laughs> orthopedic surgeon who they idolizes. Uh, you know, it's amazing how often he plays same shades of this character in almost every web series and film that I watched over the last four or five years. Uh, it, it's it's just, it's like they can't find any other morally sort of depraved uh, uh, urban man, uh, who, you know, who's very shady about things. But anyway, so he he's a married man. He does this. He palms her off on, on Uday. And uh, Uday sort of gets her admitted into his hospital, tries to talk his uh, colleagues and his uh, boss into sort of um, taking care of the situation by lying about her age, basically. And, you know, initially you think it's a white lie, you know, her age, because he just, you think as a viewer that he's just trying to help uh, this underage uh, girl because she's, you know, sort of uh, vain and she can't do much about it. She's studying there and she's a student of the, uh, of the man who actually impregnated her. So she's sort of um, part of the entire predator system and and it's just that um, that Uday sort of sets out to help her you sort of almost mentally side with him at least in the second half saying okay he has to lie about her age otherwise you know he'll get complicated otherwise you know uh, it's 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 not going to come to any sort of resolution but the, the good part about this half and this this entire portion in general or for the film in context of the film also is that everything Uday does in the second half seems to have consequences that even his white lies or even his good intent is met with some sort of resistance and some sort of uh, moral implications uh, within the story itself because uh, Kavya is, you know, almost dies basically in the end. And it's basically saying that an Ayushman Kurana character um even though he may be improving and has good intentions at some point, men like him, even when they use people around him to come of age themselves, those people are often in danger of sort of uh, losing themselves or or the environment around uh, him sort of reaches some kind of disharmony. And, and that's a nice thing because for the first time you see a character of his uh, actually um, engage with the world around him and the world engaging with him and sort of playing off each other and um, and you know amongst all this amidst all this you also see him sort of um, repair a sort of relationship with his mother 
try to sort of come to terms with the fact that he's never going to um that his track with the rakul prit singh character fatima is not actually a romantic track he wants to be with her but she's already engaged to a very nice man if i should say so uh, who actually has a conversation with uday about the first half actually that was one of my favorite scenes of the film too um yeah. but uh, but yeah you know surprisingly mature sort of ek mein aur ek to ending as far as the romantic track is concerned but that's the thing because that that goes very hand in glove with the what the rest of the film is trying to say about uh, a character like this ayushman kurana one because it's like he can't get away uh, with a happy happily ever after just because uh, he is willing to be a better person and and that's a good thing because even though he eventually cause saves kavya's life he's also the one she's Uh, who's responsible for her being in that situation to begin with in a way because he's he sort of turns a blind eye towards its idol who's clearly problematic and he doesn't see it early on but it it takes a girl like kavya to tell him that uh, I, i saw a red flag when you were sort of threatening your ex too so that's yeah. when you know i i suspected that something was wrong with even uh, even the indranil sen gupta character but you know her she being a teenager obviously doesn't know but and i like the that the film didn't try to be through wi- too wise through her and make her say adult dialogues you know yeah. or adult sort of have an adult mentality all she she just she basically was pretty heartbroken in the second half she did feel betrayed she did feel used and uh, she did feel like a sort of deer in headlights in the second half and the only important thing she said was actually significant in in making uday realize that he is he's not been the white knight that he thinks he is just by delivering the baby in that corridor right and you know and uh, aisha kardoskar does a good uh, good job as kavya and uh, i thought those 20 odd minutes when things really go bad and they're just running from like a really cd hospital to the medical college uh, where uh, uh, where uday is a student Uh, I thought those were handled really well by uh, by Kashyap, uh, just uh, like a very confidently directed. Totally took the took took the humor out of it, which the film had been kind of a, a comedy a comedy drama till then. But those fifteen or so minutes at the end, they felt like fifteen minutes at least. Yeah, uh, were uh, very tense and very nicely done. I thought, and uh, just I mean um, we've. there have been so many excellent films about abortion recent years uh, uh never really sometimes always which both of us liked a lot and yeah. there was uh, audrey divan's happening which is another fantastic film yeah. and uh, at least for those for those minutes at the end i thought this was like a really good indian uh, addition to that in which it wasn't kind of played for more than what it is it's not like kavya was like this uh, you know the sort of desperate uh, betrayed woman and all that she was uh, sort of taking things in her stride and she was more interested in studying for the exams and uh, shutting uday up uh, if he you know acted to uh, to to saintly uh, but uh, it's it's again very uh, i i thought very handled very straight and very efficiently and i thought those were a really good uh, uh there's a there's a really good passage so the film ended very strong uh mm. i the first half again it it's probably better than some of the ayushman khurana uh teaches everyone a lesson films uh 
बट आई डोंट नो मे बी इट वॉज जस्ट माई टाइम टू गेट बिट फेड अप विद दैट आफ्टर इट इट्स इट्स एग्जैक्टली टेन ईयर्स सिंस विकी डोनर एंड आई डोंट नो आई जस्ट आई रियली लाइक खुराना आई थिंक ही इज परहैप्स दी मोस्ट वॉचेबल एक्टर इन हिंदी फिल्म Uh, in the sense that just the ease with which he performs and the the ratio of of the effort that he seems to be expending to you know the effect that is there on screen is i think more than perhaps any other actor some of whom do achieve you know similar effects but they try really hard whereas with ayushman it all seems like it it just seems very natural he he is an extremely watchable actor but it's just that you know his his the whole idea of an ayushman film is kind of stuck in a in in a uh, in this sort of little box and it's you only get variations on that and sometimes it's a little better sometimes it's not but uh, it you don't really jump outside the box much which is why when you get something like andhadhun uh, it's it's a great pleasure or gulabo sitabo which was just like nothing to do with the ayushman persona that we know of it was just you know him in a story without any sort of uh, uh, trappings of of khurana yeah or even meri pyari bindu for that matter meri pyari bindu again like, yes yeah like three it's no coincidence right like three of his sort of standout performances over the last 5 or 6 years Been in, have been in films that aren't typically Ayushman Khurana films. Uh, obviously, we tend to take for granted his formula. Uh, as you said, you know it is. I mean, it does look fairly effortless on screen, at least on his part. It's just that it's as you said, it's become sort of a box thing, like it does with so many actors, right? Like so many actors represent certain genres and are very comfortable within those genres. So you often feel like they aren't really. taking more risk than that like i like the fact that ayushman keeps trying to address different things in indian society without being too serious about it without being too jokey about it but also trying to sort of have a conversation with himself as a man uh, maybe at some level how to address his own sort of uh, status in terms of being a male in the film industry and what he should be doing but yeah i mean there are too few and far between like the films like andadun and meri pyari bindu and which is why even a film that's a different shade of his formula which is this one um uh, you know to an extent you tend to appreciate because you know as you said the first half is uh, is sort of very typical in a sense but it's also part of a plan to have the second half hit right. the way it does and that's a nice thing because the Th- that basically rewards patience from the viewers as well you know you don't want to dismiss the film at the interval point uh, simply because you have watched the second half and you tend to realize that okay the pattern was there and they were trying to do something slightly different slightly new they were trying to sub- sort of subvert a formula that already existed and you know those looking for it will obviously get it and and i like that sort of younger directors it helped that it was a it is a female filmmaker in this because that's why we see the second half play out the way it does he's surrounded mm-hmm. by very strong female characters including his mother you know for that matter sheba chadda again standing out in in a fantastic little role like even though it's a very cliched thing to have a mother go on youtube and do modern things and go on tinder and go on dates i yeah. feel like sheba chadda somehow gives a very sort of almost 
it's very different disarming shade to these characters tone to these characters even though we've seen them many times before and she is responsible for some of the biggest hooks in the second half especially the mother son sort of um, dramatic conversation where she makes him understand that you know even she sacrificed a lot for his childhood yeah. and you know he's not the only one doing it right now uh, even though he tries to convince himself that he's sort of not taking up uh, courses or jobs in other cities so that his mother has company uh, which is untrue because uh, characters like sort of characters like him tend to convince themselves to sort of make their own failures or their own shortcomings a little more bearable which i found also perceptive you know on a writing level so mm. in that sense obviously ayushman kurana you have to give him credit where it's due because uh, because there there aren't many actors who would sort of understand why the second half should be the way it does like you know uh, the cast is of course excellent uh, most of the cast is very good like even the smaller roles and all but eventually this is why people will go to watch the film because it stars him not because it stars sheba chadda or you know indrinil or rakul preet or even shefali shah for that matter because it is a branded film by you know it is a ayushman film so you know in that sense i think it's it's been a little better than most of his work we've seen over the years and and you know i, I have a feeling this will have bit of a shelf life when it comes on ott also that's yeah i i think that's about it from me for this except that you know shefali shah is having a good year but then you yeah, know when does she not have a good year really yeah She's... i mean yeah both both shefali shah and shiva chadda and shiva chadda of course yeah that's that that i think was my i think her her scenes were possibly my favorite in the film Yeah. Uh, though she felt maybe a bit like an Alankrita Shivastav character who'd wandered into uh, <laughs> this film, but uh, I, I thought she does a very beautiful job with it. So her scenes are great. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Uh, yeah, now that we have uh, spoken about the good film that of a couple of weeks ago, we are going to come to sort of um, the Diwali, the big Diwali release, the Hindi Bollywood release. Ram Sethu directed by Abhishek Sharma. So basically, you're saying we're coming to a great film now. Oh yeah, uh, man, absolutely, uh, sort it's of come. legendary film because um, starring Akshay Kumar, Nasrat Barucha, Jacqueline Fan. I don't even know why I'm reading out the cast. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so both of us, I mean, all of us reviewed this film obviously because uh, it's 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 supposed to be. I mean, it's been in sort of discourse for the longest time, and if you've been following Akshay Kumar's career over the last couple of years, you know how important this film might have been for him, uh, especially given who he is off screen and what he does on screen. Um, there are a couple of lines before we get into our um, quote unquote conversation about this. Oh God. Um, I, okay, a bit difficult to. Um, uh, they, they, a few spoilers might land up at some point, but I'll try and give some warning before we go into like a major spoiler because I want to talk about the last scene of the yeah. film, which is just. I mean, it's it's so good, so good, so good. <laughs> Anyways, we'll 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 try and put a spoiler warning loudly on that. um but yeah okay so basically it starts with um, uh in afghanistan in 2007 uh where uh, this archaeologist uh, uh, called aryan who's played by akshay kumar 
is helping the uh, uh, the Afghan uh, authorities um, rescue what they can of the Bamiyan uh, Buddhas uh, that are being uh, destroyed by the Taliban. Uh, uh, and uh, he is, uh, while he's there, he sort of um, falls into this cave where he finds a reclining Buddha and uh, he also finds this uh, chest of drawers with uh, these old artifacts that he then hands over to uh, the uh, Pakistani archaeologist who was there with him because I, I guess it was, uh, you know, the, it, it belongs to them or uh, it's, it's their heritage. And then there's a very, you know, we are all brothers press conference in Pakistan where they give half the treasure to India and uh, 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 the Aryan makes some speech about how, um, you know, we, he doesn't believe in any religion that divides people or something like that. So basically what we are getting is a very cleverly constructed fake out right at the start, which is that Akshay Kumar is playing this uh, kind of skeptic, uh, uh, atheist, uh, a man of facts, as he calls himself, uh, and someone who doesn't, uh, uh, you know, who who doesn't really care too much about uh, religious beliefs or uh, or considers them to be that important in the place of like actual historical facts. Uh, and he's supposed to be really good at his job. And so with this as the backdrop, we then get into uh, uh, him submitting a report about the Ram Setu, which are these uh, sort of shoals uh, between India and Sri Lanka that uh, uh, these sort of extensive um, uh, underwater shoals and uh, whom uh, uh, is according to legend was once a bridge that was built by Lord Ram and has now been submerged. And uh, Aryan's report uh, says that uh, no, there is no evidence and uh, whatever. And then there's a huge backlash and then the film really starts. And, you know, part of the backlash quite amusingly is in his own home uh, where his wife uh, gives him a year full about uh, ignoring uh, Ram Setu and compares it to uh, the Ayodhya temple, which is just charming. But the fun part is that Akshay Kumar is on the receiving end of it. Uh, which I thought was uh, a strange meta commentary on the kind of uh, cinema that Akshay Kumar represents. Yeah, so it, it's bizarre, right? Like the first half an hour of the film where Akshay plays the skeptic, basically is playing all of us in a way, at least us, matlab, the more sensible sort of people <laughs> who have been watching this circus play out uh, over the last decade or so. Um, I mean, it's bizarre that, you know, when he's playing this guy, this cynic, this skeptic, this this sort of atheist, who is obviously going to be transformed because his research mission that will happen to prove his, to sort of clear his name and actually prove that it's a man-made bridge. Uh, he he basically obviously changes sides and, and, and sort of believes that it is not a man-made bridge. It actually existed in the Ramayana and the Ramayana actually existed. That's pretty much the plot. He basically changes shades. He changes sides during his mission. He decides to abandon science altogether and, and basically uh, very factually prove that this actually existed. So, uh, I mean, I found it bizarre that I was finding him, you know, so 
sensibly sort of making so many valid points in the half, first half an hour and I was like okay and it's bizarre that the film itself thinks that sort of that is the that is the bad part of him like that he's being an arrogant person who needs to be rehabilitated and transformed by the end of the film it's basically a reverse transformation that's happening in my mind and in the film's mind which which i because the akshay kumar we see in the beginning of the film as aryan as the atheist is normally where a normal hero would end up at the end of the film like that's how it should play out and um, and of course being the film that it is and being you know sort of uh, produced uh, uh, sort of uh, one of the producers being also uh, um, you know the producer of uh, his most recent film uh, which was samrat pitwira um, chandrapakash vivedi we know which territory it's heading into and as you know as uday even mentioned comparing it to the ayodhya ayodhya conflict very early in the film his wife sort of accusing him uh, and and then leaving him because he decides to prove that which is basically what is logical that it is actually a series of shoals connecting one country to the other uh, formed by natural causes uh, and he decides to do that and uh, he eventually ends up doing something else ends up in sri lanka in the second half as this guide help him and the jacqueline fernandez character who is apparently an environmentalist in this uh, decides to prove that ravana actually ravana's lanka exists which by extension proves that ram exists but that by no in no way proves that the bridge actually also existed because of them but his sort of argument in court towards the end of the film is something that you can't write it's something that most sort of um a lot of political speeches we've heard in the last since 2014 very much resemble what akshay kumar sort of uh, summarizes towards the end of the film of course you know calling this a film is also a stretch at some point but uh, you have to i mean the conviction with which they've gone about it especially those terrible underwater scenes uh, and and the cgi in the first I, i mean when he's trying to sort of get this floating rock out of the <laughs> Ram Sethu is. Uh, I mean, I was I was in awe of like just how far they've gone to make a point that was basically made with a simple courtroom speech towards the end of the film. They may have not. They, I mean, they may as well have not had the rest of the film because it said the same thing without even without all of that. Um, Rahul misspoke out there. He meant those magnificent diving scenes. Uh, they're amazing. They're well worth the cost of the ticket. I think those three diving scenes. I wish there were more. Uh, first of all, there's uh, um, so this is a ship by uh, by the the Nasser character uh, Indrakant who sends who gets this whole mission uh, going. And so Aryan is basically given this ship. with this impossibly high tech lab and uh, carbon dating equipment and uh, um, uh, and Jacqueline Fernandez as a environmental scientist and a couple of other people and uh, Indrakant's uh, henchman uh, called Bali uh, out there uh, so uh, they these guys are all on the boat and for some reason they have like spent all this money got this lab carbon dating but they haven't got actual divers or people who can like uh, you know manipulate a submarine uh, so the actual scientists have to go down diving and uh, perform what look like very complicated uh, underwater procedures to get uh, uh, rocks from the ram setu so that they can test that 
so obviously akshay kumar is then put in this gigantic uh, deep uh, whatever they call the atmospheric diving suits i think they call them uh, where uh, and and then sent down into the thing but unfortunately cgi is so bad that it just looks like his head is sort of floating in a disembodied way in this gigantic uh, thing and it's 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 brilliant i is just such 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 pleasure those scenes gave me and then as he is approaching uh, the uh, the the ram setu uh, the soundtrack starts doing these sort of uh, om nama om nama <laughs> it's, it's 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 just it's it's so good and um, the first time he goes he gets like uh, a little piece of the rock and then they're like oh this rock is much older uh then when you know ram is supposed to have existed so that proves that the ram setu is naturally occurring and then akshay kumar is like no no we need to test like a a different rock or a bigger rock so he goes in again to get it and uh, bali tries to kill him uh but <laughs> akshay kumar uh somehow not only a deep sea diver but also deep sea diver without the uh, without the atmospheric suit which is like amazing talent uh, uh manages to come up with the rock which he then carries on his shoulder as he walks across the surface of the ocean <laughs> because the setu is just a little bit submerged and again great scene um i yeah, i was very happy with that i've never heard you use so many uh, complimentary ad- adjectives while speaking or even writing to dur ki baat but like while speaking it, it's been a while since i've heard you so animated and so like taking so much pleasure in a film uh, you will get a lot of listener like lot of bjp voters sort of listening to this a uh, podcast and you know taking your words very unironically and maybe promoting this podcast saying look one of the critics really loved the film is calling the vfx great in those diving scenes and he used the adjective brilliant and great so many times which is which is pretty much uh, as you described you know i'll have to agree with you i sort of uh, misspoke earlier um you know the the <clears throat> the underwater scenes gave me also great uh, uh, satisfaction especially the the not so much the ones in the ocean as you said which you you know done great justice to but the one later on in sri lanka in the novaraya region when they are following a crocodile which is my <laughs> pet peeve in more ways than one first of all hindi cinema using crocodiles i just sit up in my seat immediately <laughs> like i get so excited <laughs> because i'm like this is what i have come here for at 8 am on deva on a sort of post diwali morning this is what we've been waiting for it only took 2 hours um you know it looked uh, like one of the distant relatives of the mohenjodaro crocodile but it's called a dwarf crocodile in this so i will not say much i don't know how offensive that might sound to a lot of people but uh, that's what it's called and it it's sort of a gps system here for these very uh for this akshay kumar character who's also become an explorer by now and who who decides to follow that crocodile to find ravana's like old cave and ravana's lanka and that to underwater and uh, you know the, the, the underwater scenes in that river are more it does not involve the suit it that the exo suit that we we saw earlier in the ocean um so you know it, it's a little more 
it's a little or at least put in Uday's language it's not as great as those sequences <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd say it's par for the course there uh, but um, you know like in general I feel like um, I feel like this was Akshay Kumar sort of last throw of the dice almost because uh, because obviously of the financial sort of success of Kashmir Files this year a uh, lot of filmmakers are becoming more and more blatant with uh, you know Hindutva agenda with the saffronism with everything and you know this is expected it's not like we are tired of we are sick of seeing this or we get angry when we see this on screen anymore it's like al- almost like okay just another one because uh, <clears throat> Uri said this off a couple of years ago which was actually a well-made film which was worrying uh, mm. but uh, yeah, the film like this not as threatening when do you feel a film like uh, like do you feel a film like this is dangerous or do you get angry while watching a film like this anymore because maybe a couple of years ago we used to be surprised uh, at just how blatant the writing used to be or the characters used to be or the actors used to be uh, but now there seems to be a fatigue kind of set in so we are obviously not taking this film seriously obviously hoping that it doesn't catch fire in the masses like kashmir files does but do you think a film like this can be dangerous uh no i'm i i don't think it's as dangerous as say it like i mean definitely not as dangerous as a kashmir files which is a you know film of hate uh, whereas this is just kind of like national treasure uh, filtered through uh, the ramayan yeah uh, but you know every little bit adds up and uh, i was especially uncomfortable with the uh, the comparison to ayodhya which is done by not only the wife but then is done again a little later by uh, you know by a holy man in the film and uh, i just didn't like that and uh, at the end also there's like a little jab about the kutub minar which is supposed to be okay. a symbol of india's defeat i mean who thinks in these terms man it's just so stupid it's just, it's just like a it's it's not even like like a dog whistle it's 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 like it's 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 just pandering and not and not even like in a convinced sort of way it's just like a little jab out there that says oh you know we can we also have this in our pocket but we're not even doing it because we don't care that much now because you know we own all of bollywood anyways so i i, I don't think this is a hateful film uh, on the whole but i mean it is obviously playing uh, to that sort of uh, audience that uh, puts forward uh uh whatsapp that says that nasa has declared india as like the most developed uh something or the other and uh, you know it's 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 probably not a con- coincidence that he's named aryan either yeah i mean yeah that's true and you know your term whatsapp forward cinema obviously <laughs> a newly coined term to sort of uh, describe a lot of what's going on here but that that's what even i found myself like uh sort of thinking about while i was writing after having written the review saying you know as critics how much of it is not even our responsibility but how much should we sort of uh, put out there in terms of how wrong such a film can be or how obviously how obviously baity it is or how sort of um, not hateful as you said but how obvious it is basically so um, 
I mean, how much of it falls upon us to sort of put it out there that, okay, this film is so bad that we can't even take it seriously as a propaganda um, piece of rubbish, which it is, basically. And everything else is an excuse, sort of, it's a very high-budget sort of propaganda film. And uh, and that's something, you know, we are obviously going to be faced with a lot more uh, over the coming years, what with Kangna doing a lot now, and Akshay obviously will not give up at this, even if Ram Setu doesn't do the kind of business he expects it to. He's going to continue sort of being getting more and more obvious. Um, and yeah, that courtroom speech basically, with, with, which left no room for imagination, no subtlety. It was just directly basically saying that, you know, the Muslims and the Christians, whatever they call the bridge is rubbish because it was actually British propaganda, which is actually untrue. And, uh, uh, and, and you know, basically, by can't, the Ram Setu was actually the original symbol of love, not the Taj Mahal. And it, it's just... It's so petty. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, I mean, that that, was just, I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I forgot about that line. That was so stupid, man. Yeah. I mean, it's not stupid. It's actually like, it's kind of insidious, but it's it's also really dumb. So I, I don't know. Like, maybe it's hitting targets that we don't even realize because we're just like, oh, this is so obvious. This is so dumb. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like, um, I mean, obviously, we know it's so obvious, so we tend to take it a little more lightly, or it's almost a joke, the way I think most of us have sort of written about it is like, it's insidious, but dumb. So it's so dumb that it can't be that insidious. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't uh, expect that with Kashmir Files either and see what it turned out to be. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's a weird, it's a very weird time to be writing on mainstream in the cinema in general, because every second or third film has undertones of this. Ram Setu is obviously the foreground is this, but, you know, I, I, I'd i have to say that the other film this week also, Rajay Devgan Siddharth Malodha film, uh, which is technically a social dramedy, uh, thank God, but it does have a few mentions here and there of, it is first of all based in an afterlife in a Hindu heaven, where, you're, where you have like a Hindu god and uh, a Yamdut basically interviewing or ha- having a game show with this dead person or on the verge of death. So it's basically there are a lot of sort of, um, you know, obvious references to how Hindi cinema or mainstream Hindi cinema, what it considers the um, most of its background by default or most of its themes by default are Hindu or ha- are basically majority Indian all the themes. So, I mean, even a comedy like that can sort of make me sit up and say, okay, but why is this film based in this sort of particular environment? And why are there why are there such prominent Diwali scenes in this when it could have been any other festival? Uh, obviously, the Akshay Kumar film, you know, Ram Shaitu answers more than that. And um, of course, we are a little fortunate that it's a terribly made film. Even the action sequences are terrible, you know, uh, there are no transitions in most of the action sequences, which is bizarre. But uh, Uday, let's talk about that twist you so wanted to. Oh boy. Okay. Spoiler alert and everything. Um, uh, though you know you won't even believe that this is a <laughs> this is a thing. I but, saw it coming yeah. like in the first it, as soon as it happened, as soon as the guy sort of appeared. I okay that's uh, I'll tell you exactly when I saw it happening so anyway so there's I I talked about the first two dives in the film there's a third one which happens uh, in a sort of submarine uh, and uh, basically Bali again 
kind of uh, tries to get them killed and um, there um, so, so uh, uh, akshay kumar uh, and uh, jacqueline fernandez and one other scientist are uh, stranded in the ocean and the only thing that's saving them is the floating rock uh, and um, uh, they uh, they they're almost um, uh, they're almost drowning where uh, when this um, hand comes out and drags them to safety and that hand belo belongs to this tour guide called ap uh, sri lankan and he's uh, he's slightly mysterious character comes out of nowhere doesn't give many uh, details about who he is uh, extremely uh, competent in the sense that always has an escape route, always knows whom to ask about what suggestions about how to find Ravan's Lanka and stuff in, in Sri Lanka. He has all that stuff. And um, yeah, so anyways, this goes on and on and on. And, uh, I, and uh, in the very, uh, and he dies at some point in the film. And uh, at the end, you know, right, right, uh, like before the verdict of the the Supreme Court uh, about the Ram Setu uh, is delivered. Uh, Akshay Kumar is wondering, you know, who is this guy? And he, he's like, uh, uh, and then he find and he realizes he has his diary, uh, and uh, but even that. Uh, doesn't have any clues as to why he acted the way uh, the way he did. Uh, it just has like chants to Ram written through the whole thing, and it's only when he is seeing his um, uh, his kid's comic book in the last scene when he realizes that um, AP is actually Hanuman, and um, yeah, so that's like the Kaiser shows say of Ram Setu, except it's it's Hanuman actually was guiding them through their uh, sort of Lanka tour. And um, and wow, I mean, I, I can't even believe that. And uh, uh, he's actually, I think Satyadev gives the most entertaining performance in the film. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I liked the character, the reveal. I mean, what can I say? I, I kind of, I, 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 I thought it would be the case when they're running from the, the firing in, in uh, Sri Lanka and they, and he leaps into the helicopter yeah. and that leap is not human, obviously. Yeah. And um, I, I thought at that point that that must be you know, the thing. So yeah, it was like for me, it was just like a couple of minutes before that, basically, because AP, they are running through the jungle, right? And being yeah. pursued by uh, being pursued and, and their bullets sort of raining down on them. And, you know, the editing being it is in this film or the craft in general being the way it is in Ram Setu uh, could not resist sort of um, AP sort of <coughs> basically someone tripping and AP mm. helping that person and telling the others to go and he will figure, he will take care of it. That's when I, because then there's a lingering shot for more than a second on mm. AP's face basically and which which basically is language uh, it's basically lingo to say that okay AP is not who you think he is there's more to him than you'd imagine he's not just a guide. I mean, it's just, 
it's one of those unsubtle horror film giveaways that that very bad filmmakers do when they don't know how to sort of hint at a twist without actually jabbing at it so this is exactly that kind of thing because there was one shot that just gave it away before he leaps into the helicopter uh, in the jungle when when the camera basically gives it away and just uh, uh, sort of has this static shot on his face which is to say that of course he is a mythological character in this guys uh and, and and you know that and he can only be one character i'm just glad that they just they didn't go sort of a step uh, or two forward and sort of revealed a tale or something uh, or, or you know or something like that uh, maybe towards the end of the film or or even then when he leapt into the helicopter because that wouldn't have been entirely uh, out of character for a film like this but you know i'm i'm glad that you gave it the sort of um you almost lend credence to it by calling it a twist i don't think it was so much of a uh, so much of a reveal uh, but yeah i mean it, it's it, it was bound to happen it i mean if, if films like da vinci code or books like da vinci code could exist and end the way they do uh, and and sort of just you know throw the audience into a tizzy saying okay and and then why why can't films like ram setu which you know i advocates at the beginning of the film it's a work of fiction but of course it doesn't want to be that and of course it is wish fulfillment for the bjp right now so it's it's uh, it's yeah i mean you you see a twist like that coming or a or a reveal like that coming and you and you think that of course this film has gone the old hog in in terms of just how stupidly insidious and 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 you know sort of clumsy it wants to be Yeah. Also, I don't think it's gonna win us many friends in Sri Lanka. The way it just kind of casually uses a devastating civil war is just oh, like yeah. this. Oh, this little backdrop, this this little fight that's going on while we have this entirely uh, unnecessary mission out there, uh, and we'll just waltz through it and not really care what's happening at all. <laughs> I mean, they have no sense of like Jaffna. Just because Jaffna. In 2007, of course, we are talking about the amount of times one of them mentions that a civil war is going on. We can't get too close to Sri Lanka. It's like it's like saying the dog has rabies. Do not get too close to it. It's bizarre. Like the the sheer condescension towards Sri Lanka in this film, and then using that particular country to sort of uh, stage your second half of your so-called adventure. and and basically saying that the villain existed in your country so obviously the hero existed in our country uh, is 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 incredible the ignorance and the amount of times the term civil war was mentioned without anyone the writer the director the actors the characters having any clue of what a civil war actually means and what it was in, in you know how complex it is in terms of sri lankan history um it's great like family man would be having palpitations by now like if they had to uh, watch a film like that just just like someone like james cameron might have sort of almost had a heart attack after watching those underwater portions given that he's such a he spent most of his only spent most of his life sort of uh, uh, you know sort of um, creating new technology for ocean beds so it, it's just it's an all around um, you know great example of uh, what do you say hindu filmmaking i guess yeah i mean uh, i i 
I haven't watched all of Abhishek Sharma's stuff, but I looked it up and I think I've seen a fair amount. I, I missed his last one, the Suraj Pe Mangal Bhari. I don't know if you saw that. I may uh, have seen it. I don't remember if I. <laughs> I I'm sure you saw it. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I it's it's a bit sad for me because I'm I'm I really do like Tere Bin Laden. Yeah. I know it's it's such a nice film, uh, and that was back in 2010. and nothing really of his uh, that i've seen has really delivered on that uh, since and uh, i mean i guess zoya factor you know is is so okay but is kind of not the brightest uh, of of romcoms but you know at least it was pleasant but there's no real pattern in abhishek sharma's uh, uh, work really that is kind of like you can't even say that he is tending in a certain direction like in a more uh, majoritarian direction or anything it's just it's difficult to predict where he'll go because he's also done like a parmanu but yeah. then he's also done zoya factor and suraj pe mangal bhari after that and now he's done ram setu so there's really no pattern out there so i guess i don't know most of the I, I would say that it's more like Akshay and maybe Chandraprakash Devedi if he had more of a hand in it, and then after the colossal failure of uh, of Prithvi Raj, he was told to kind of uh, just take a back seat a bit. Uh, yeah, maybe I mean maybe the most of the you know uh, the impetus came from the two of them rather than Abhishek Sharma. Yeah, two of them, and obviously even Amazon first tech technically their first Bollywood production in India, okay. um, Amazon Prime. Obviously making amends for the Tandav controversy, trying to really balance things out by making the obviously obviously the most obviously bigoted sort of film in recent memory. But you know it, it's um I it's it's that sort of thing, and you're right about Abhishek Sharma. also like no pattern but i i can assure you there's a precise moment when abhishek sharma stops being a filmmaker that happens in parmanu when when uh, the test is going on and the interstellar theme plays <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> <And>, true <laughs> that's it that's the end of uh, his original uh, filmmaking career as as we know it and um, that docking theme not even just any theme yeah yeah that yeah docking yeah. theme you can't get away with shit like that but yeah. you know yeah i mean anu malik's docking with shit anyway but uh, yeah so yeah, that pretty much ram setu is there anything uh, else you want to add about your uh, favorite uh, film no that that's about it um I hope we've convinced you all to go watch it because you know. Do go watch it because uh, actually don't. We are just kidding, but you know yeah. we are kidding. But if you do watch it, just remember even we paid money to watch it. None of these films had pressures. They released the day after Diwali, so we actually went in the morning, paid a fair amount of money to watch these films. So we we are part of the problem right now because we paid money to watch it. Whatever box office collections you see. has our money in it too so uh, yeah so if if you do plan to watch it uh, do uh, write in to us with your uh, opinion on this film on twitter or instagram or wherever you want to and uh, others anything else as well like you know we we did enjoy discussing dr g there was something to talk about there's some flesh in that film uh, we'll be back soon again obviously discussing 
uh, a new Hindi film. Maybe there's also the Spielberg film releasing next month. Finally, so we will come around to doing that Spielberg episode within the next two weeks. Uday, yes. this is me basically saying we need to do it. We need to do some work for that. Yeah, yeah. we need to do some work and research for that. And uh, yeah, and uh, we'll be back soon, hopefully with a new little assortment of episodes. And uh, do keep listening to us till then. Um, happy Diwali from both of us, and uh, and stay safe.